Welcome to Life Pairings, where two Canadian alcohol connoisseurs mix life events and libation. Hello, I'm Carla Richards. And I'm Brittany Lysing. And, and this, this is Life, is life Pairings. pairings. <laughs> <laughs> because life is hard. No pair with alcohol. Why is standing so hard? Why are the hangovers so much worse? And now I can't remember why I came in this room. As today's life pairing is aging with an old fashioned. We discuss high moral party, fountain of youth, and donkey milk. Ooh. <laughs> I watched It's going to uh, be the new almond milk. Just watch. Yeah, gross me out, probably. <laughs> um, I love. There's this TikTok of this little kid who just goes, donkey? Donkey? <laughs> and her parents lose it. Yeah. Uh, so if you're interested in that, check that out. <laughs> You've got nothing to do on a Wednesday Hey, look morning. up TikTok and type in donkey? Donkey? <laughs> donkey? <laughs> Highly recommend. <laughs> Chef does recommend. <laughs> oh, man. This getting old thing's a friggin' drag, buddy. It is. I mean, in some ways, I feel like I'm growing into my personality because I've always been a bit, I don't know, I'm not young at heart in some ways, but body-wise, it's annoying. Yeah, I've um, I've never been, I think I always, like, I'm not immature for my age or whatever age is, which will, mm-hmm. oh God, there's so much to talk about here. <laughs> but I've just never like contract? subscribed to a, this age does this or this age mm-hmm. does that. Or so I've always been like, very like, I'm just going to do what I want till I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. Um, but the getting old portion of it, the physicality of it is starting to really seep in <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like shit hurts, man. And you injure yourself in the stupidest ways. Like, when you were a teenager, like early 20s, yes, you did injure yourself in a really stupid way, but it was like kind of a fun story. Now I'm it's like, like oh, yeah. I tr- broke my arm. I don't, I think I fell over. I'm not even sure anymore. I can't I'll tell remember. you what, I'm pulling a lot more back muscles and chipping a lot less teeth on beer bottles. <laughs> like, <laughs> my injuries are definitely changing. They're becoming more responsible injuries, that's for sure. That's good. Less dental bills, I guess. Less so dental, which is know. fantastic, because I don't yeah. know if you've heard of the uh, Comedy Association for Dental. It doesn't <laughs> exist. Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, dude, it's definitely... Uh, I've been enjoying it in some ways, for sure. I, I'm getting more comfortable with who I am. Yeah. I... I- Sorry. My yeah. social circle is kind of like I I put the energy towards the people I love the most. Mm-hmm. And I tr- try to cut out other aspects because it just becomes too overwhelming. Yeah. And that's an age thing. Like I think your social yeah. circle kind of starts to be like, yeah, who do you really want to be around? <laughs> right. Unless you just move to a city and then you have to figure that out. You have to be around everybody. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, to, though, like, my idea, like, I don't... I, I know I don't, what you mean, though. Like, I don't want to go to, like, a... I'm not going to, like, a 30-person house party here mm-hmm. to be like, yeah, I got four friends. I'm happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of feel very much more... I, You know what? And I, this is the thing, and I'm sure both of us feel this way. I wish my um my body, when I was, like, 20 years old, it was totally wasted on me. Oh my god, so was mine. 
I'd be running around in my underwear at all times now if I had that body. Now, maybe that's not a great thing for laws and (laughs) morals or whatever, but I wouldn't care. Dude, I like if I had my body when I was 18, which was I was like a buck 15 tops. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I was and like not a care in the world. I didn't even understand why I was skinny. I didn't even know there was fat yet. And I wasn't even aware good boobs too. Both of us had good boobs. Oh, good rack on me. And I would just go to bars and fucking snub who I wanted to snub, do what I wanted to do, drink what I wanted to drink, eat what I wanted to eat. Like now, like everything requires a second thought. There's like a checklist I go through in my head now when I eat. I'm like, Mm -hmm. Oh, salty. I'm going to be bloated for nine days. Can't do it. <laughs> then I'm like, oh, too milky. I'll be constipated. Ugh, too. And then I'll, it'll be like something. And then I'll be like, they're all like diarrhea related. Like I'm either trying to, <laughs> all I'm trying to do is yeah. like regulate my stomach yeah. and sort of control the bloating because I mean, I'm always in a state of like get recovery. On, get yourself on some fiber gummies. Oh, I'm all big, big on the Metamucils, like the Metamucil. Yeah, the gummies are more fun. It makes you feel young at heart. (laughs) And not not drinking powdered Metamucil like my grandma used to do. (laughs) Oh, man. It's their own, but yeah. I also said to myself, too, I'm at a I'm at an age now where if I got to wipe my butt, I got to stand up to do it and hold on to a door. So I just it can't be in public anymore. Like, I can't just reach around and wipe my butt. Like, my arms hurt. (laughs) My back hurts. It's just, it's fucking, it's out of this world. Like, everything is a consideration now. Whereas I used to just flip-flop, shoes, shorts, let's go. Like, shirt, shorts, hat, grab my keys and wallet, hit the, now I'm just like, am I going to be cold? fashion was lost on me at my younger years. I'm much, (laughs) I feel like I'm. Although I'm bigger person, like I'm a bigger, I'm a bigger person, Melody. Um, but you know, like I can do my makeup properly, I can do my hair properly, I can kind of get dressed moderately, okay, fashionably. Whereas, like when I was twenty, all I wore were jeans, tank top, and a tank top. That's it. Yep. And I mean, still, I like to wear that. But sometimes you gotta like when you're going out for a nice dinner, put something else on. Oh, that was my go-to was like jeans and a racerback tank top because we're not allowed. I don't think we're allowed to say wife beater anymore. (laughs) No. Well, I I don't know. Then shows your bra if you got the the racerback. Oh, yeah. But I would just wear a racerback bra too. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, hike my tits up to my... All I knew how to do was hike my tits up to my chin, put a tank top on, maybe a little foundation lipstick and some some, uh, mascara. Yeah. Yeah. You want to know something? Mm. No one was complaining. No. <laughs> like no. now if I don't dress up, people are like, come on, man. <laughs> you at your great uncle's funeral. Fucking fire a clip in your hair or something. <laughs> like I can't just, I, I can't be as effortless as I was. Be, I, so you're saying it right. was wasted, but I think, you, I think now I'm sort of learning in the moment. I'm learning in the moment. That uh, it wasn't wasted. It was perfect. That's I suppose like, it was perfect for the time, but I just think when I look at my fashion choices and makeup application back then, I'm like, <laughs> oh, dude, what you doing with what happened? that liner? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm still like, draw a straight line. <laughs> <laughs> 
if you go but if you went to a bar now and saw a bunch of 18 year olds there's gonna be some girls who are amazing at it and then there's gonna be girls who i just have it kicked on well and nowadays like the um like the drag look is very much in yeah it's big makeup that's right you're right and i do like doing makeup it's a it's fun but yeah it gets a little much when it's like that i'm like people are using that as stage makeup that's not You don't need that to go to the grocery store. You do but not need that. Or anyways. just go out for dinner. You'll be fine. But yeah. this has gotten sidetracked. Into but we our... get, we have to get, I mean, there's, <laughs> God, we maybe should have broken this episode into like 17 different things. I'm realizing like, so many things. Dude, when I was taking notes, I was like, oh my God, this is like a lot of things. So I tried to mm-hmm. sort of narrow it mm-hmm. down so we could talk about why, why don't we want to age, Carla? <laughs> <laughs> like that's really because what it, it is. Yes. We don't want to get older. No. And the, you're right. The reason is the imminent death. <laughs> mm-hmm, <laughs> Again, mm-hmm. The idea that you are that much closer to dying. It's that much closer to being over. But there's also sort of a million other reasons in that can be broken down. Mm-hmm. So where I'll start is okay. the world is actually um, age-wise quite a bit older now because people are living longer. Right. Yeah. So and we're having less um, babies. Well, yeah, people exactly. are having less babies. People are living longer. So there's actually an older, more of an older population now than there was. Uh, they compare it to they go 1900, 1950, and then sort of nowish. Right. Um. So the medium yeah. age in 1900. So that's kind of middle aged. Yeah. Uh. You want to give it a guess? I'm gonna say the me. Okay, the medium age because people probably only live till they're like. Well, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to go 40, no, 37. Well, see, this is kind of funny here. So this is like the medium age of whoever was alive was 23 in 1900. Oh, okay. So So in 1950, it was 30. Uh, Now, uh, keep in mind, this is in developed countries. So it's taking, because it it differs quite a bit if there's uh, less Can I be a super big nerd here and explain something that, Maybe the sure. listeners don't know because I only learned this the other day. Yeah. Uh, life expectancy. Yes. Uh, okay. So the way that it, it's, I, th- I think it's more based on the median of ages because yeah. life expectancy would have been like, let's say it was 30s at some point in the history. Um, that was because a lot of kids died very early on. Yeah. So it's it's graded on a population. curve. Really. Yeah. And that's the population. So it wasn't, didn't mean you would die probably at the age of 30 you would die at the age of 60 but there were so many people dying in there at that younger age yeah so the medium age the median age in 1900 was 23 right the median age in 1950 was 30 yeah. and now the medium median age is 37 i got it right you, but for now yeah weird oh yeah i guess for 1900 was 23 <laughs> Right. Okay. Well, but so like I said, a lot of the, that, like, and like you just explained as well, that mm-hmm. has a lot to do with access to good food, clean water, yeah. healthcare. That so developed nations, their median age is going to be quite a bit higher. Also, you're not sending all your young boys off to war. Yeah. So that helps. That helps a lot. So that kind yeah. of that gives you an idea of kind of where where the world is at now. Mm-hmm. Age, the thing about age, 
Is it a biological it's just a number? Sorry. It's not. It's so ingrained in <laughs> everything, <laughs> which is so funny when people are like, age is just a number. It's like, it's actually not. But I mean, if you stay healthy, you'll probably be fine. <laughs> you will still age, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they say uh, age is one of the few things that is a biological thing, a physiological mm-hmm. thing, and a sociological thing. Right. So it's you're aging on every level. So you look oh. older, your insides yeah. are older, your, uh, <laughs> your, you know, your interests, like, I guess, are older. Yeah. Your sociological place on the, like where you belong yeah. in society is, is representative of your age. Yeah. So your age has, is just <sighs> maybe the biggest yeah. thing that could happen to you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, age is not just a number. Age is everything. Yeah. And you're desperately trying to go- climb backwards. Like, how yeah. can we keep our skin more elastic? How can we, uh, how do we fight? How do we fight it that way? Okay, so if even if my insides are aging, how do I keep everything tip top? So it's right. basically like, you know, sometimes you put like a, a stuff in the freezer and you're like, you know, you can take it out in 30 years. It'll be fine. <laughs> it's like what we're trying to do. <laughs> That's not true. We're trying to like, oh, yeah, that's not true. You be freezer burn. But <laughs> I'm I'm learning a lot about freezing meals. Make sure you put a date on it. Some of them are oh, only yeah. like three months. Well, yeah, meals definitely. Meat you can freeze for quite a while. <laughs> yeah, but like, oh yeah, but and human skin or whatever you're doing with. Yeah, yourself. what if you're chopping up bodies? You could probably freeze it. I mean, if you're eating hearts, you probably I mean, don't. You probably yeah. have a a pretty um wide sense of taste i guess mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i'm thinking of hannibal's yeah. uh, the delicious looking meals on that tv show <laughs> Fuck. yeah he did he did really fire up some nice plates actually oh my god it was, know, so, it was like, and we'd always watch it during dinner time and i'm like this is not good <laughs> you're like i'm grossly hungrier i don't even yeah. know how to explain this yeah, exactly <laughs> uh so the whole thing about aging is honestly fear we're just scared Mm -hmm. we're just scared of getting older and all the fear all the fear is based in different aspects of our life like health number one Mm -hmm. like what's my cognitive function going to be like am i gonna start losing it when will i start losing it yeah so that affects us uh, everywhere, like socially, but uh, more and more uh, obviously in the workplace. Because like mm-hmm. companies, when they start to downsize, they're looking at like the the fifty plus year olds. They're going, "How can we get these guys out of here?" Yeah, and especially because a lot of times they've they're making the most money too, right? So yeah, so they're happy to pack. Like if you're encroaching on sixty, mm-hmm. a lot of people get packaged out of companies. Mm-hmm. or laid off or yeah. you know like like they're really like trying to turf you because yeah. you're kind of set in your ways you're probably not as fast as the younger people you won't accept change you're making more yeah. money than anybody and so they're like you're not i think what a thing is is like everyone's like that knowledge will never be replaced oh <laughs> everybody like, just thinks they're irreplaceable <laughs> it's like there is yeah, books no. and you learned it and you're not fucking albert einstein so no the truth is, is, is your lackadaisical attitude and your <laughs> unwillingness. To know. I think it's awful to tell you the truth. Like what mm. I, I, I really am joking. I'm trying to be, uh, I'm being a little facetious, but we will just, you age out of things. Yeah. So definitely. when you're creeping into your sixties, like their companies are going, okay, they're looking towards the finish line for you. 
And you're less likely because you're older too. I'm sure you're you're less likely to put up with a lot of shit. So you're not going to be working sixty hour weeks. Yeah, you'll be going. Right? Oh no, thank you. I've got seven yeah. weeks of holidays. Yeah, exactly. My phone will be them. off. Yeah, yeah. They're not. You're not thinking. Okay, let's 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 see how I can work more into my sixties. You're thinking. Yeah, you're starting to think. Let's how let's wrap this up. But yeah, so that's a fear. But that is a major, major fear. You start to feel mm-hmm. because then you're then you start to realize it's like this encroaching thing where you're like, I'm gonna start being useless. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna not be able to. And as soon as your brain feels like you cannot contribute to society, friendship, family in a meaningful way, mm. it's really that. Yeah. So that's why like like having hobbies, having things that you do like you know a lot of for a lot of people like when grand when grandparents are aging having grandkids is really good for them yeah because it keeps their brains like (laughs) (laughs) sorry mommy i gave you fur babies well it just keeps you know keeps them active and and thinking and and wanting to be there for another generation and it's a whole thing so yeah so there's kind of the fear of that then i kind of was thinking interested in my brain i was like why (laughs) okay sexually this is a big thing Mm. aging attraction wise like why why do we want younger people why is that the attract you know and i was thinking men just want younger women yeah they just that because they just and i was like on a little bit of a hunt yeah what well what i found is we also feel the same way we want older men oh we we still want older men yeah so men uh so here's the thing i i I looked on i the study was called like is it instinctual for men like is is it inherent that men uh like younger women and is that like built into their dna and like is that and that's not really true so men are uh typically 1.84 years older than their wives at marriage oh that's the average which i was surprised by that I suppose that marriage, yeah, that makes sense. Usually, You're, like most of the people I know that have been married a long time are generally around the same age. Same age. Uh, however, second marriage is not the case. Aha! There we go. The first marriage is. <laughs> first marriage, sense. the person that you like, okay, let's do this. But then men get to a certain age where it does start to be, I need to find another. It becomes like a, like a caveman-y thing. Mm-hmm. where they're like i need to continue to populate right like, i need to find a childbearing age woman to yeah because men can have can babies till they're, they're 90 are... yep pretty much so, till they're dead and sometimes after and sometimes after <laughs> uh so upon like falling in love you know typically like a 25 year old man doesn't really want to be with an 18 year old girl when they get like they to get married people are typically at the same age but then for mm-hmm. some reason when men are like 50 years old they're just like i gotta get you out of here and get me a new childbearing wife. yeah yeah <laughs> but in terms of preference when when they actually ask people oh what's your preference men tend to prefer women this is the average age 2.66 years younger Hmm. was the average age um but women prefer men 3.42 years older wow which surprised me 
that surprises you you love old men i love old men but i don't think everybody else does <laughs> i don't know i'm my husband's 10 years older than me i must be the second wife <laughs> yeah. i hope so um I'm yeah like, that makes sense i mean like i don't know boys are just they take so much longer to get mature well they do and i think and i think when when we so then that's what i was reading for mm. age for women we're looking for someone steady someone yeah. reliable somebody who can provide and like we're honestly it goes back to hunter-gatherer stuff we want yeah. somebody who can provide and mm-hmm. that tends not to be younger frail men <laughs> 18 <laughs> yeah, I, in my yeah. experience fucking banging 18 year olds is not a life They're for fun not for life yeah, yeah that's ridiculous yeah. so it's like it, 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 but I, for some reason, I, I don't know why I was on a manhunt today. My whole act <laughs> right, right now is how I'm like defending men because so now I feel like I'm like fighting my own self here. Um, I mean, men have had it really hard, and someone really does need to speak out for them. So I'm, uh, I feel like they're just getting the brunt end that. of the deal <laughs> right now. I feel like they're getting a lot of uh, shit. So I've, I've like, uh, I, whatever the thing is, I just want to do the opposite of what everyone else. Yeah, is doing. I'm that like, makes more sense. I think I'm yeah. always like, oh, you guys gotta lay off them. Um, but so then for some reason, the other part of my brain was like, oh man, yeah, but they're always liking younger bitches. So let's get on them for that. <laughs> yeah. But the truth is, younger women like older men. So, yeah. um, I mean, well. I don't know if women really like like an eighteen year old woman really wants to be with a fifty year old man. Yeah, I would agree, but there is a middle ground there. Oh yeah. So yeah. an eighteen year old girl might not want to be with a fifty year old guy, but a twenty seven year old girl might want yeah. to be with a forty three year old guy. Totally. Yeah, and that's actually kind of perfect for how your brains are working. Mm-hmm. You know, they're finally capable of having a family at 40. Yeah. And you're not but going a lot through. Of, but then that's, then you're 60 when that kid graduates. There's a, it's a weird, anyways, we don't need to go into that. No, it, but, the, but it's all surrounded about age. That's another thing, like relationships and like, mm-hmm. <laughs> we could have honestly did 48 episodes on aging. Yeah, I honestly maybe. tried to pick the most prevalent things, but I, yeah, um, it was, there's just so, so it, it affects everything we do yeah our we'll friendship figure out maybe we can relationship do a series or something to break yeah. it down a little bit more but um yeah i kind of so that's kind of what I, I decided on letting you know about how yeah. uh yeah it's pretty much affecting us in every way yeah and uh we're scared and of we dying go back yeah and we're trying true. desperately to find a way back and there isn't one <laughs> so. yeah yep yep so aging um, good or, remember we used to do good or bad aging oh yeah good yeah or yeah, bad? yeah. Oh, bad. I'm going to go bad. bad. I think so. I think yeah. so. Yeah. Cognitively, in some ways, maybe better. I don't know. That's, but then also bad. I don't know. Yep. It's com- this is a complicated subject. It is a very complex. I just like, it, it was such like, I wrote it down and I was like, yeah, there'll be lots on that. Uh, Like too much. There's a lot yeah, going on. Too much. You can't just um, break down how every person possibly could feel about aging. No. <laughs> I know. So, yeah, we may delve back into this, guys. Um, I'm going to make a book recommendation, which is not really about aging, but it's about people in their older years. It's called The Thursday Murder Club by uh, Richard Osman. I think I was telling you about this the other day. Yep. Uh, It's a, if you're scared about getting older and going into a home specifically, this book is about four people that live in a very luxurious, like, uh, (laughs) retirement home. 
Yep. And rather than doing puzzles on Thursdays, they look up old murders <laughs> and try to solve them. But then a murder happens on the retirement village. Is this so, Richard Osman, like the comedian Richard Osman? Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. The really tall one? Yeah. And kind of yeah. kind of bumbly looking? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's his. Uh, it's really good. It's one of the like sweetest, loveliest stories. So if you're looking for something a little nice, oh, but also from the perspective of, I mean, Richard Osmond, obviously not that rich. Os- I don't want to say it wrong. Osmond? Not yeah, Os- Richard Osmond. No, Osman. Osman. Oh, Osman. Uh, okay. Yeah. Not to be confused with the. Donnie Osmond, and Marie. Donnie and Marie. <laughs> they may have also written books. I don't know. But anyways, <laughs> it takes it's from the perspective of people of an elder el- elder age, I suppose. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So read. if you're feeling nervous about that, go read that. If 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 the last twenty minutes of me spouting off didn't completely <laughs> fucking throw you into some sort of existential crisis, then yeah. please pick up Richard Osmond's book and yeah. <laughs> cheer you back up. Yes. Totally. Uh, and I think there's a second one out, so just, oh, great. just in case you want to roll go down a, a little hole. Should we do some history? Well, let's do it. Let's have it. All right. I got I got a little cute story for you. Okay. Actually, I don't know if it's cute, but anyways, um, I'm going to talk about uh, Live Forever Jones. Uh, he claimed to be immortal. And he repeatedly ran for office in uh, governor as governor of Kentucky and the president of the United States. Okay, so the lying isn't a new thing then. That's nice. no, oh nice no, to no. Know. It's, it's been part of there forever. Okay. Um, I got a lot of this actually from the Weekly Echo, which was a newspaper in 1868. So I, oh, I wow. went some, I went some, you know, I went to a website that has newspapers. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I wasn't 19- in the library like down in the. You weren't, you weren't you weren't you um, weren't brushing up on your dewey decimal <laughs> no i was not okay <laughs> uh all right so uh he was born oh sorry i should tell you the name leonard jones okay was born uh in virginia kentucky july 3rd 1797 he moved to union county in 1804 and he worked as a land speculator and he amassed quite a nice fortune for himself but for some reason, that didn't really sit with him. And then he was engaged to a woman in a very high uh, social position, as you do in that world. But it broke up. So, as you do, he moves to Indiana. And he joins a bunch of different religions. First, it was the United Brethren. Then it was the Methodists. <laughs> and then the Shakers. Really, you know, trying yeah. trying different things. Uh, he unfortunately fell in love with sister nancy during his time with the shakers who was the <laughs> former wife of brother john who i assume is just like another member and i don't you know, know what if the they sister were brother thing cracks me up yeah i know i don't know if it was it's his former wife i don't know if maybe when you join this <clears throat> cult thing <laughs> sorry i think i coughed on the wrong part there um whether you can't be married or something but anyways so he to try and break this love for her he fasted for 40 days just like jesus was jesus the first person to intermittently fast <laughs> uh yes i think so that's why okay. it's so popular 
Uh, get that Jesus body. Uh, so anyways, he was induced to give up this fast because 40 days of fasting. Not great. We have covered this in our one of our episodes about fasting. That crazy fasting lady. Yeah. Uh, okay. So anyway, so he's on this fast. They're telling him to get off of it. So he says, fine, I will. As long as Sister Nancy feeds me with her own hands. I'm like, mm, that's creepy, pervy. Totally creepy. Uh, so she prepared a meal for him and he ate it, but it was not from her hands. It was from the table. So then he was like, I'm going back to being to fasting. And I'm like, okay, you sound like a dick. And she also thought that. So this pissed her off and she swore she would, would not feed him to save his life. And her and brother John left the group and went off to be happy ever after, I guess. Okay. Probably. Yeah. So. After six years, he leaves the Shakers at the age of 38. He was then baptized by a Mormon preacher, but, and this is I'm confused about, but not receiving the gift of tongue, he left. Okay. I don't know anything. I mean, I thought I knew a lot about Mormons, but maybe they get a tongue. I don't, I'm a hundred. <laughs> one of the, one of the elders sentence. slips you the tongue. Yeah. You uh, gotta not tell your parents about it. <laughs> he met the reverend doctor alexander mcdaniel after this and he was proclaiming a live forever doctrine which was a congregation of christian believers that believed if you live a moral life you will be granted endless life now this was formed around they also called the endless life society it was formed around 1833 i just would like to point out that we probably would have heard somebody living forever because they had lived a moral life before this so i don't know what the trick was that they had that was different than the other people that maybe but anyways just red flag for anyone's thinking about joining this Mm -hmm. uh together they moved to columbus (laughs) ohio no there's a kentucky there's it's all in kentucky okay there's so many like I was like, wow, they took it. They took a, they really went up north. Yeah. So they wanted to make Columbus, Kentucky, um, where the live forever faith would mean that the place would never have any coffins or graveyards. (laughs) Uh, As per usual, two men conflicted over who should rule the group. So they had a staring contest for two hours. (laughs) Oh my God. And uh, apparently there was no winner. There was no winner in this situation at all. <laughs> the only person, the only person that uh, wins is the fucking like. It's just so crazy. Sister Nancy, who got out of there early. Sister Nancy always is a winner. Uh, the two then traveled east, where unfortunately McDaniel died in Ohio. Um, so apparently he was not going to live forever. Uh, Jones went to speak at his funeral and was apparently very embarrassed. But, as is true with all these kind of things, he somewhat figured out a way around it and uh, he came back around believing he was immortal. So I don't know if he threw his friend under the bus, said he wasn't, like he was not moral enough. He believed this was proven in 1850 when he was asked to be prayed for because he had cholera and then he survived. Bam. Proof. Bam. Uh, bam. <laughs> That's how science works. Uh, 
uh, he became the head. He then decided he wanted to kind of work into move into the political world. So he became the head of the high moral party. He ran for Congress many times, but continually lost, continuously lost, continuously lost. Uh, he, since that wasn't going well, he ran for president instead. Okay. So, I mean. <laughs> I'm sorry. My brain just tried to like wrap. And he's just like, you know how like this sometimes when there's like a bad comedian and they just keep getting kicked off of shows, kicked off of shows, kicked off of shows. And they're just like, uh, they t- the last thing they knew they did, they tried to start their own uh, television network. And I'm always like, how does people's brains work like this? Like where you're just I like. I know. They're like, they're like you're the worst. need to aim higher. Yeah, you're and the worst and come. you have no experience. How about president? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, some of the presidents that the U.S. has had, that <clears throat> wasn't the worst idea for some of these people. Uh, he claimed that in one interview that God was working for him, okay. which I feel like is a little bit sacrilegious. Oh, that's, but that's, that's almost the definition. Narcissistic. <laughs> yeah. This is a guy who's exactly like, you know God? Point. He works for me. You're like, yeah. is your name Donald Trump? <laughs> But from 200 years ago? Yes, this was the crazy person from back then. Uh, He claimed he removed a General Taylor from office, that he'd killed Sir Robert Peel of England, and he'd removed a bishop uh, because they were all being immoral. I'm pretty sure you just stayed in Kentucky the whole time, so I really don't know how he killed that guy in England. But (laughs) Also, I don't know, killing is moral if you're... Ouch. A lot of ambiguity in this. <laughs> um, he would attend different churches because this, is, I mean, it's not quite like it's Christian, but it's not quite fitting into one like religion or not. So he would attend different churches and he would sit in the front pew. And sometimes he would also talk during that. And apparently all of the bishops in Louisville were aware of him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, oh, yeah, that crazy idiot uh, that's coming again. Yeah, he'll be back. Yeah, just uh, just ignore him. He's going to rant on about something stupid. Uh, he would attend the courts demanding hearings as a lawyer. Okay. Which he was not. But he was also not a, a, immortal, so I don't know. So when you're making one lie, I mean, you may as well just throw them all in. Uh, political meetings were not held without him showing up. As a speaker, he would jump up and down, stamp, kick, clap, thump around. A real Tom um, Cruise. Oh, goodness. That was an old couches. reference. That was an old Oprah was, reference. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Uh, he was also an earnest Southern sympathizer, because this is during kind of that time when they went to war. Okay. Uh they actually pointed out, like, he was actually not overly mocked and was able to speak at, like, large crowds would come and listen to him. See, um, this is the thing. Like, people, nuts people are, like, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> they just seem to be, people are, like, oh, yeah, they have 900 followers. It's, like, yeah. <sighs> no one needs to be 100% no on this. I know. I know. Um, Q and QA, QAnon Anonymous podcast did an episode, speaking of Jesus, this week, uh, where Jim Caviezel, whoever played, he played, um, Jesus in The Passion of the Christ, Mel Gibson's thing. Yeah. 
and apparently he was at one of these QAnon uh, rallies and did the uh, the Braveheart speech. But as Mel Gibson, as a Scottish person, not as a Scottish person. So, um, right. hey, there's a lot of room for crazy people in this <laughs> world. Uh, so and also, but going into crazy, they he was never thought to be an actual lunatic like that he needed to be put in an asylum. It was only on themes of religion and politics that he would just get passionate about. And then I have a note that says for a white man. <laughs> if this was any fucking other person, they'd be in the institution. Oh, right yeah. away. Oh, uh, if you were you'd be burned at the stake if you were a woman. Oh my god. They'd yeah. Be like, they'd be like, "Hey, remember those witches we keep telling you about? <laughs> Still witches." <laughs> so, shocking Mm -hmm. 1868 what do you think happens um (laughs) i mean i don't know (laughs) they were uh (laughs) he catches something okay it's pneumonia it's not actually (laughs) oh i was gonna be like syphilis that was syphilis i know wouldn't that have been great that would have been amazing sorry i let up to that too well or too badly um so yeah in 1868 he caught pneumonia but he he was not gonna die remember he just had that guy um, he prayed <laughs> for him gonna, and then he was he's fine. gonna live forever yeah uh so he refused medical aid obviously because he's not gonna die and then he died on august 30th 1868 uh oh, and bummer, bummer. Uh, yeah apparently was given a decent burial so okay. again for a white man because <laughs> anyone else they just in the institution or worse bye-bye Bye bye. So he um not immortal. He did age and uh also did not become president. So <laughs> I mean, hey. He uh, turns out that was good. If it seems like it defies the laws of science. Yeah. Probably does. So I wonder probably if does Donald Trump. I mean, like at this point Donald Trump could say he's immortal. And people would believe him. Yeah, so. dude, he's actually his he he's going he's running again for president, and uh, uh, Biden's shit is going down. I was like, no, 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 no. I know. I was like, I oh know. my god, if they do this again, I'll laugh for a thousand years. I'll just cry. So crazy. In the <laughs> I cried the first time, and it just was yeah. like so sad. And then now I'm like, oh my god. But yeah, yeah dude, fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, people, but you know Speaking what? Of- Oh, sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to say, you underestimate how crazy, like, I've. here's what I've gauged it to be. It's mm-hmm. seemingly 20% of the population is actually nuts. Totally. Like, I've, I've yeah. seen this now with COVID because now we're getting, like, a reflection of society, like, numbers-based mm-hmm. uh, answers. And what yeah. I've, con- I've gone, oh, well, that explains how, like... You know, you have like an interaction at work and you like come home and you're complaining to your husband or your wife or your family. And you're like, no, this guy's actually nuts. He works in accounting and I swear he's out to get me. And the thing is, that actually probably does exist in every workplace because there's 20% of the population is fucking mental. (laughs) Like, they're crazy. We just kind of thought it was okay because they kind of, they're just talking at at work about it or yeah, they're just yammering out about it at Thanksgiving. But uh now no. they're now they're making it so we can't go to the pub. Uh, we can go to the pub. It's fine. I just can't have a Halloween party, so that's. I cool. had one. 
I had one. You were invited. You were there. It yeah. was me and you. It was me and, and my you. Sister, and we were outside, <laughs> and I was giving yeah. beers to the neighbors. Yes. Dude, I thought that would look really gauche. Like, I thought people might, like, be turned off by it. And parents mm-hmm. loved it. No, they were so happy. I was kind of worried about that, too. But then, yeah, no, people were so excited. I was like, crank the music. I'm tossing out free beers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. honestly, people were like, yeah. this." Oh, they were like, we're so happy there's a house like that. So, speaking of speaking of old men old white men let's talk about the drink yeah let's talk let's talk about some old-fashioned shit carla the old-fashioned Ooh, i have yeah. mixed about this drink i want to like it i want to like it so bad that is gross <laughs> oh it's too burning. you know why because it's almost pure whiskey and hey you know yeah. what tastes worse than whiskey uh bitters yeah but they're like hey yeah. mix it together yeah um, I, this obviously has kind of a cool history because it is essentially hmm. the history of the cocktail. Uh, is the old right. fashioned? Yes, which yes. it was. It was the drink of your grandpa. It will be the drink of his great 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 grandson for years to come. I'm sure <laughs> for years and years to come. You <laughs> you have to be old to like it. That's the rule. Yeah, uh, so if you see an 18 year old drinking an old fashioned, you got to question what's going on there. That's like. There's something else happening there. But that's the thing. They're coming <laughs> back and cocktails yes. are so in the mainstream. I mean, we wouldn't, this is almost a, a half, well, certainly 50% of the podcast is based around mm-hmm. that theme. <laughs> but uh, yes, cocktails are really, really uh, back into the, you know, the zeitgeist, the, uh, the mainstream. They're, uh, they are what everybody is kind of uh, leaning back towards, like the older, simpler, Mm -hmm. Uh, drinks done really really well yes so um the old-fashioned if you're wondering what does it contain this is a big Mm -hmm. argument because yeah i didn't know i had to text you yeah well this so this is actually an interesting thing um the oldest version of it well first i'll just tell you what generally goes in there um okay one and a half ounces of uh whiskey yeah. Uh, this particular recipe says Johnny Walker Black Label, but okay. I l- then scroll down and realize it is uh, uh, sponsored by Johnny Walker. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So the, it whiskey. So an ounce yep. of half a whiskey, a uh, half an ounce of simple syrup, two dashes of aromatic bitters, and an orange peel. So now the argument comes in how to serve this drink. Oh, because when it started out, it was a cube of sugar. Oh, uh, a like block of ice. Like, so if you ever type in how to make this and you're watching like sort of like uh, fancy bartenders make this. Yeah. What they're going to do is like chop off like a like a square looking block of ice. That goes into the glass. Then you put a cube of sugar in there. Then you pour the whiskey in there. And then you pour the bitters in there and you're supposed to stir it with a bartender spoon. Mm -hmm. And like the simple syrup should be really created with the sugar and the water from the ice. Right. So you don't have it as like a separate thing. It's just that. Yeah. So this is where like I'm seeing in here, like if you're just going to make it and make it quick, you're Mm going to want to put... You can put simple syrup and a little bit of ice and whatever. But when I see it made in these videos, and I've actually, because it comes up on TikTok so much, 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I always see how to make a proper old fashioned. What's the difference between an old fashioned and a Manhattan? What's the difference between it's, it's mm-hmm. the old fashioned is like the simplest cocktail ever made. Yeah. It's only and, three things. Yeah. And, and then peel. you, you're supposed to uh, garnish it with a, an orange peel. I see a lot of people light the peel on fire. Oh, yeah. Because of the smoky. Um, well, because it sparks kind of. Oh. It okay. like sparks yeah. and then you like it does it smokes the glass and it's like neat. Yeah. yeah. So, um the thing is you're really supposed to like mix it with like a bartender spoon until those uh aromatic oils are released and it's supposed to really like it's really it's got a specific way to be made. Um And you have to dissolve the I'm guessing you dissolve the sugar cube. Yeah, the sugar's got to dissolve, the ice has got to melt the like enough to be a drink and not just a shot of whiskey on a block of ice <laughs> but no <laughs> matter how hard you try to sugar. make it not taste like that yeah, you're essentially you're doing. taking a shot of whiskey on a block of ice and then you gotta drink it like you can't down it <laughs> no. so you're just like it's a very sipping cocktail now yeah. i was confused because i kept reading that it's it's bourbon not okay. whiskey so here's so are we thing. gonna talk about this okay Sorry. yeah it, so it was people f- uh the earliest it's kind of mentioned is in 1806 whoa and one of our oldest yeah it like truly i think it is the oldest on record like specific to like make cocktail like uh culture and stuff like that it was like mm-hmm. the it was the cocktail that was created <laughs> right <laughs> We just kept I keep reading that over and over again and I'm just like I don't understand like I'm looking for a <laughs> like a guy who did it but so yeah. actually it came the reason it is on record in 1806 is because uh, an angry old man wrote the newspaper <laughs> <laughs> to complain about why people weren't making proper cocktails. Ah um so here is the argument. This guy was basically like, this cocktail is made this specific way and nobody does it properly anymore. Uh, you know, in like, 1806, he was bitching about this. Yeah, dude. <laughs> he was like, this is like- <laughs> we just never change. It's just no, so nothing has ever changed ever. <laughs> it's, it's cyclical. Oh. Um, it's yeah. This dude was just like, okay, so like, this is what this is. And the argument at that point was what is a cocktail right and they were some people were saying it's this did they, they call did, it a cocktail or did they, they didn't call it they some... called it a cocktail they didn't Ooh. call it the old-fashioned Ooh. um so and in this article because they're trying to be hilarious they're like it wasn't the old-fashioned right. so much it was as it was the new fangled and generally uh-huh. unknown <laughs> so this is it like it really didn't have a name right it, it was just the cocktail. It was just like this is how cocktails came to be, right? Um, like in this way, in this era, like this yeah. is so. It was, and it was so. This one basically said it could be spirits of any kind. Oh, and sugar, water, and bitters. Right. So it was okay. that was the cocktail. So right. then, okay. So, but it just had to be made in that specific way. Like, it had to be poured yeah. over the ice cube. The sugar had to be a cube. The bartender had to stir it. Like, it was, like, these process. But that's mm-hmm. where 
we were like, it was it whiskey or was it bourbon? Literally, it was anything. It was like brandy or mezcal or like anything. Where was the guy writing from? Uh, New York. Oh, wrote, a, oh, okay. So yeah. Uh, yeah. He wrote uh from an upstate New York newspaper editor on May 13, 1806, issue of the Balance and Columbian uh, respir- respiratory. <laughs> Respiratory? Respiratory? Yeah. Res- Harry oh, Repository? Uh, repository, yeah. Harry uh, Crosswell answered the reader's query from a previous week defining a cocktail. But I found the article in another article, and he was basically, right. he just was shaking his fist like, oh, in my day, the bartender used to do it this way. Which is funny, because that could be totally from May 13th, 2006, or... Yeah, you could, you could honestly be like, "Is who's this from a day ago?" <laughs> yeah. Um. So, the drink wouldn't even earn that particular name for several decades. Like right. it was not called the effect. Uh. So the drink was like I said, it was the drink wasn't even called the old fashioned. Uh. It just existed. It wasn't right. called the old fashioned until 1862, uh, in the bartender's guide. Okay. So. In that version, again, they were just like, whatever spirits, do whatever the fuck you want. Right. It's just no. this over this with with these. Yeah. Um, it wasn't until much later, like it wasn't until like the uh the 20th century until people started saying like it has to be uh bourbon or scotch. Like they're basically right. like it has to be this taste to be an old fashioned. Okay. But then they started saying, like, oh, you can have uh, clove-heavy bitters, cinnamon-scented Augustina bitters. You can have... So they kept mixing new things into it. Oh. Like, over and over and over and over again. So, like, even now, like, there's a twist on a million things. People now say Mm -hmm. it has to be bourbon or whiskey. Right. Right. And then... Yeah, what I thought it was supposed to, I thought it was like, oh, it's this. It's honestly, I think it's just like a bourbon whiskey drink. Yeah. It's- I thought it was, I originally, before we, like, as of 10 o'clock this morning, I thought it had to be just whiskey, not burb- not bourbon. And I, th- uh, what did I say? Whiskey, not rye. Yes. Yeah. That's Which, not true. But but now it's like, no, you said bourbon and not rye. I think you said whiskey or bourbon and not Yeah. Rye. Um, but then, um, but, but I was looking at a thing before and it had said only bourbon and I was like, well, I'm confused. Dude, I but found why they just articles. keep changing shit. Yeah. It's so much stuff. You're like, yeah. and then it's like, oh, can you use a grapefruit fruit peel? Can you use a lemon peel? Can you at least, <laughs> as far I just, as I know, I, I like specific rules so that then we can go break them. But if you don't have specific rules, it's very confusing. Yeah, I think the original, like, I think it was just sort of the manner in which it was made. Yeah, that's interesting that that it was a cocktail. Yeah. First is known as a cocktail, and then... And it was, like, literally, and, like, the old-fashioned cocktail, it was called. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Cool. So now, uh, I've answered no one's questions. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is... <laughs> Everyone is in a downward spiral. My dog yep. is barking in the back. I am assuming my sister ordered Dairy Queen or something <laughs> to speed up our aging process. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> uh, do you <clears throat> do you have any fun facts? 
Um, I do. Uh, I will point out, I would drink an old-fashioned in a bar, at a nice bar, more than... I just, I can't make one at home nice enough, I think. I'll drink anything you put in front of me. And especially if you yeah. light it on fire and do a weird oh, yeah. thing with it or smoke it like I see people are yes. doing all the time now. I'm, yeah, it's whatever. Cool. I'm down. Uh, so, we kind of talked about the revival of this. Um, some people point to the Mad Men effect from the TV show. Um, I think this must have been a cocktail that they were quite keen on drinking at 10 o'clock in the morning <laughs> on that show uh it's one of the most popular cocktails in the u.s and it was named the official cocktail in Ooh. 2015 of louisville kentucky which correct me if i'm wrong is where jack daniels comes from um i believe so or no close to that i'm not sure Nope, I don't think that's no Tennessee. It's oh. from Tennessee. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I, I'm not actually looking that up for sure. I don't know, but I'm probably wrong in both accounts. Uh, moving back to aging, some things that people did to try to not age. Apparently, Cleopatra bathed daily in donkey milk, which apparently is a strong exfoliant and skin softener. Well, that bitch stank, though, huh? I know. Like she's not. Little. You're not going to the bar and not saying a thing. You're not going, hey, like, yeah. sweetheart, I see, I respect what you're after. Yeah. But, but I can't get down my noodles when you're sitting next to me no. in that stink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you ever heard of the Countess of Bathory? Uh, yeah, I think that came up in another episode, actually. I think oh, you were it? telling okay. me about that. Yeah. Okay. So she's supposedly famous for using the blood of servant girls to bathe in. Um, again not true <laughs> probably not true the probably both of these is not true um yeah. but you know i i don't know blood's great probably i mean both those things probably curdle i don't i don't know yeah, if yeah it seems like i mean a bunch yeah. um this facts more in because i think it's funny uh juan ponce de leon apparently tried to find the fountain of youth and instead he discovered florida <laughs> <laughs> which is not the fountain of fountain doom is what he found yeah it's a fountain of death and Ugh. retirement homes and um likely it was probably not true he apparently some of the um the indians indians in quote yep. um that he met when he arrived in florida told him that okay um but probably he was just looking for more islands to colonize, which is what he did. So, 100%. Um, and then he was probably not very nice to those people that were already there. Uh, did you know this? This seems so much later than I thought, but Botox was only approved in 2002. I did not know that. Fine lines. I thought it was much more like 90s, like late 80s. Uh, yeah, I would have yeah. assumed like early 90s. That's what I. Yeah, yeah. So. Anyways, those are my little little interesting facts little that facts? are mostly not true. <laughs> so, <laughs> yay. I mean, it could be anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's awesome. Well, thank you, Carla. And thank you, thank the you. listeners, uh, for listening to us <laughs> talk shit every week. And yeah. um, hopefully we didn't put you in too much of a downward spiral for this one. This was uh, uh, interesting and I think probably yeah. could be turned into 94 more episodes. So I think so. And if you feel like you're not down enough we do have a new series on our patreon oh, yeah. 
<laughs> where we pair disasters with alcohol. Yeah, like what is it about this month? We're <laughs> <laughs> just like, wah, wah. Um, I guess it's getting darker. And it is getting now, darker. Guys. Time of year, time of yeah. state of mind. Yes. Um, all right, well, you guys. Well, thank you for listening. As always, you can check us out on our, on our socials at Life Pairings Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, uh, websites of the same name, but dot com. Uh, <laughs> check us out there. We have a Patreon if you're looking for extra bonus content, uh, like like Carla mentioned. Uh, we have that series we're running. We have all kinds of cool stuff on there. So check it out. There's three different levels, and they're all pretty reasonably priced uh and any any support helps so thank you so much for listening we love you uh we can't wait to uh talk to you next week thanks guys <laughs>